Hello and welcome to the Maluli Asset Management Podcast. Today is September 2nd, 2015. This is Brendan and today Tom and I are going to talk about trusting your process no matter what it is uh, as an investor. I think it's really interesting that when markets are calm or when we uh, speak to a new client, we always talk in broad terms about strategies. But it seems to me, and maybe you too, that when the market's going haywire, people don't want to talk about strategy. There's no strategy. Everyone just wants to join the herd and, and join in the selling because it feels good. It does feel good, I think, and they feel like they're doing something. Oh, like they, I, I should be doing something. But there's different strategies out there when you do invest. And it doesn't really matter what strategy you subscribe to. They whether all it's, work. Yeah, whether all it's work. relative strength or buy and hold. or Value. If you, yeah, if you're a value investor. All of these things work at different times. It's not having a game plan, though, that really is a recipe for disaster. Definitely. And... Even uh, additionally, if you do have a game plan, but it's not one uh, that you can stick with, especially during times of uh, volatility like we've been experiencing in the last few weeks, that that's even more problematic. That's just as problematic as not having a game plan yeah. if you can't stick with it. Yeah, if you ditch the strategy when times get tough, it's the same as having no strategy at all. Yeah, and but... Unfortunately, that's what a lot of people want to do when the market starts pulling back. Yeah. Now, you found some pretty good numbers from uh, Dalbar that I think we should share. Yeah. According to their 2015 quantitative analysis of investor behavior, which is fascinating stuff to check out, over the last 20 years, the average equity fund investor has earned annualized returns of about 5%, 5.19%. So the average investor, the average equity fund funds, investor... Yeah has earned annualized returns of a little over 5% for the last 20, 20 years. 20 years. Over that same time period, the S&P 500 has earned annualized returns of 9.85%. Okay, let me get this straight. S&P 500, the yardstick that a lot of people use, has returned almost 10% annualized for the last 20 years, even with some huge down sure. years like it 2008. Has, I mean, going back 10 years puts us at 2005. There's been some pretty bad times in the market in the last 10 years. So uh, going back 20 years, even too. Even that, more, sure. Two, two bear markets in there. Right. So the S&P has earned an annualized return of almost 10%, but the average individual investor about half. That's right. Uh, any guess as to why there's about a four and a half five percent gap uh, between those two right there? Um, I can't blame it all on fees. No, that's, that's <laughs> not going to be the answer. Uh, I think it's people ditching their strategy yeah. or not having a strategy at all. Yep. So Selling when the herds are selling, joining the herd, and then getting back the, in at a higher price because they all screwed up and it when, wasn't time to get out of the When all the ladies on CNBC are crying yes. and it's time to get out of the market or yep. do something, yeah. right? The only reason the S&P 500 is able to outperform most equity mutual fund investors over time is because it doesn't have emotions it can't ditch the strategy it's not a person it doesn't have feelings right and the whole idea with the s p 500 is it buys the 500 largest companies in the united states the 500 listed u.s stocks and weights them according to their market cap so they have really pretty simple rules yeah. And they stick to it and they make changes yeah. when it's appropriate to make changes. 
but they don't say at S&P, they say, well, the market's in trouble. We're going to ditch. Yeah. That's, just, that's not how it works. And yeah. honestly, this strategy is not even that compelling. You said no. it's it's very simple, and we've seen value strategies and momentum strategies outperform the S&P 500 over time as long as you stick with those two. Even something as equal, something as simple as equal weighting the S&P 500 has outperformed over time as long as you stuck with that too. That's right. that's the key in all of these. It doesn't matter. Right. Um, you know, it doesn't matter which factor you're you're picking uh you can outperform the s p 500 if you can stick with the strategy i i think we've seen across our desks here in the office study after study after study shows that these models consistently outperform humans and you can repeat this information as much as you want and when the market's doing well that sounds great but as soon as the market's going bad all these long-term investors become panic people right. the, the panic masses right so why is it i guess this is really kind of our question today why is it that investors uh don't trust a a rules-based approach or a rules-based model i think what it comes down to is that we're not uh not very trusting of models you know you can't you it's my money. You can't call up uh, <laughs> the S&P 500 index and ask it what's going on in the market, but right. you you know, you can trust a human more so than that even if that human is is yourself. Yeah. A lot of people like to trust their own judgment, their gut instinct, sure. and uh, that's usually not the way to go. How many times um, over the years have we heard people say, "Don't you think the model's broken?" Or the model's not working this time? You know what? Uh, that does that does come up a lot and the model is not broken. It's just that it doesn't work all the time, and nothing works all the time. So there shouldn't be a period of time where you, sh you shouldn't be doubting the model. The, the right. model is going to experience underperformance at some time. If there were a perfect strategy out there that never underperformed, everybody would do it, and we'd all make money, and the markets wouldn't exist. Right. That's, I, uh, I think it's important to just repeat what, what Brendan mentioned, is that all of these strategies from time to time are going to underperform. That's just the way it works. Yeah. Um, so this behavior of not trusting models has actually been dubbed algorithm aversion. Uh, and the guys over at Alpha Architect shared a, uh, an academic you know, research paper and then their own views on it that, that kind of talked about this algorithm aversion. This is this is actually pretty good. It's a, it was a funny example from yeah. the paper uh, that they shared, and it's something that's happened to every single one of us if you drive. Definitely. Uh, so, the example was was posed this way: You're driving to work and and you hit traffic, so you decide to uh, take a different route and and avoid the traffic jam. I mean, right. we've all probably done that before. We know sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. So right. in this case, you end up being 20 minutes later than usual to work, and your coworker tells you, "Oh, you didn't need to go around the traffic. It, it really wasn't that bad. I got here, I got here 15 minutes ago, and yeah. it, everything was fine." Uh, so in that case, do you decide to never trust your own judgment again, hmm. or do you just go, eh, "Oh well, I'll get them next time. Yeah, not a big deal, right?" Yeah, yeah. it's it's really the the same situation, but instead of trusting your own judgment, you use your new GPS. Yeah, so uh, you let the GPS try and direct you around the, the traffic jam that's that's uh, 
put itself right in front of you and you end up being 20 minutes later to work. You get there and you hear the same thing from your coworker. Oh, you didn't need to go around the traffic. It wasn't that bad. So now what do you do? Stupid GPS. See? Now you're, you're doubting the model. Well, you have something else to blame other right. than yourself in this instance. Right. So that's a lot easier. And I think that's what a lot of people do when they're following uh, a certain strategy or maybe a model or sure. whatever it may be, whatever yeah. their strategy entails. Uh, it's easier to say the model's broken or, uh, you know, it's not working, it's it's time, you know, it's time has come and maybe it's not perfect. Yeah, that's an out-of-date model. It's, it's, it's time, it's past. I, I think really it's human nature to just not trust a system of rules more than our own instincts or, you know, to go by our gut, you yeah. know, or somebody else. The reality is the gut is a, a lot less reliable than this, uh, strategy that that never changes. It doesn't have emotions. Uh, yep. You know these these rules based models and systems have been shown to outperform humans. But like I said, you know we can repeat this as many times as we want. It still becomes difficult to uh, to follow that yep. when the time comes, and the time usually comes when the market is being volatile. Right. So when we do talk about different investments in these podcasts, it's important to know that none of the securities that we mention in any of our podcasts represent a past specific recommendation of Maluli Asset Management. And this podcast is not a recommendation to buy or sell any securities we happen to mention along the way. But more importantly, if you're relying on just a podcast for investment advice, we think you're probably making a mistake. That's why we strongly urge our listeners to consult with their investment advisor before they make that decision to buy or sell any kind of investment. Now, if you don't have an investment advisor, we'd be happy to talk to you and answer whatever questions you have. There's no cost or obligation. Just pick up the phone. We're in New Jersey. Our phone number is 732-223-9000, or you can find us on the web at maluli.net. Okay, that's all we have for now. Uh, We'll be back next week with a new podcast, and thanks for listening.